Hello, hello. I have not recorded a podcast episode in a really, really long time. But here I am back again with lots to say. <sighs> Take a deep breath in. It is crazy, crazy times that we're living in right now. Who on earth ever would have predicted this? Well, in actual fact, I have been waiting for something like this, where society as we know it just completely falls apart, burns to the ground, and I think that's exactly what's happened. It's like... World War Three, but without the war? <laughs> I don't know, that's the only way I can explain it. Like, how do you kind of process what's going on right now? And it's just insane. Like, I live in rural New Zealand, and things are relatively still businesses normal as yet. The supermarkets were a little bit crazy a few days ago. I went yesterday and it seemed like there was no bread, but that was it. I could get milk, I could get toilet paper if I wanted to. I did not need it, so I did not buy it. <laughs> I don't know what the obsession with toilet paper is in a survival situation. That is the least of your worries, really. You can use newspaper, you can cut up an old sheet if you have to. You know, toilet paper is not really a priority. Food and water and shelter are a priority when there's a survival situation. Just my take, you know, we live off the grid here in New Zealand. So we, and I mean, there's not really any concern about power going out. It's not a storm or a hurricane or anything like that. But it's just nice to know that we are not reliant really on services. The only thing that we do have is gas, but we could totally light our fire and heat water and cook if we had to. We do not need gas showers, yes, but even if we couldn't use gas, we could boil water and army shower with, you know, soap and a washcloth. <laughs> There's always a way to cope and our garden is still pretty full of food. We've got a lot of jars in the cupboard. Um, I have kind of been buying, not, I wouldn't say, I'm not panic buying in any way, but I have a few tin things just in my normal shop, you know, nothing crazy. I'm not buying anything crazy. We use powdered milk anyway, so I've always got that on hand. It's just bread, really, that we're missing. And, you know, I've even got that in the freezer, so. But, yeah, what else is happening with this? I just feel like it's a good thing. Or I feel like it's going to be a good thing. I feel like, well, from what I've heard and what I've, from conversations I'm having with people, not what I'm reading on the news or anything like that, although there's a bit of that too. Like, I just see... The good in people and the kindness in people and people are slowing down and people are focusing now on what's important to them, keeping their families safe, keeping their loved ones safe. Everyone I've spoken to is like, oh, I'm looking forward to being at home, I can work on projects that I've been putting off, I can 
get creative again and I wonder how many people who are kind of at home from work actually don't go back to work. Maybe they start a business. Maybe they start selling stuff. Maybe they clean out the basements and declutter and you've just realised, you look around and realise how much crap you have and how much you don't need any of the stuff. Uh, so I think there's going to be a shift back to minimalism, simplified living, which has been, you know, with the Marie Kondo, the magic of tidying up. This has been happening for the past few years. I've been seeing the shift and maybe it's because I'm working off, I'm doing a lot of work on myself, especially in the last year or two. And so I'm aligning a different way and then I'm attracting and aligning with other people who think the same as me. And so my newsfeed is just full of people kind of obviously fearful and worried, but using that worry in productive ways and not just being crazy. So that's kind of what I'm taking out of it. You know, and when we are so busy, we're busy doing everything. We're going to work and then we're involved in this committee and that committee and that sport and that club and that thing and that school and everyone's just taking a breath. It's like the world just all took a deep breath and just we're letting it out. That's a cough bit scared to cough these days but I'm not actually sick <laughs> but every single person that even lets out a tiny cough you're like looking at them like oh my god are they sick and it's just crazy so I just I don't know I'm excited about this I feel like there's a collective shift happening and we have been expecting it but never really quite thought it would be this way I was traveling I've traveled a lot in my 20s I spent 10 years overseas and I was traveling with the swine flu but I didn't really notice it or you know it was a concern but not not to the extent of what this is like our borders closed our border's never been closed. And that's the beauty of being in New Zealand. We are isolated anyway. We are two islands. Yes, we've had cases come in. Most of the reported cases are New Zealanders who have been overseas and have brought it back with them. We're hearing reports that any tourists who are coming in are carrying on with their holiday as normal. They're not taking any... Then disregarding all advice to self-isolate for two weeks if you're here for two weeks you've been saving for this trip for your whole life people are still traveling they you know so who knows how many people have actually got it now it's just who would actually know and not everyone manifests symptoms so there could be people walking around spreading it around but and not actually showing how many you know they're not showing any symptoms and I just think, you know, once everything falls away, like when you everything falls away, we're left facing ourselves. You know, you realise that we all put our identity into what we have and what we do, you know, but you aren't, you're not your job. If you lose your job, you're still here and you're not your money. If you lose all your money, you're still here 
if you lose, you know, you're not your circumstances, you're not your relationships. Let what falls away fall away is what I'm saying here. And don't try and hold on to things because that's your old story trying to cling on. But just let all of those things, whatever's meant to fall away, just breathe in and let it fall away. Don't cling to it. Something better is on the way. And what is left, once everything that's not aligned with you falls away, maybe that job, maybe that relationship, maybe you can't send your spouse when you're stuck inside for two weeks and you have to separate. Maybe you realize, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you realize just how much they... Don't want to say complete you, but how much they complement you and how much you just bounce off each other and thrive off each other. There's that too. Then there's the opposite theory, or the opposite, I guess, where you actually can't stand each other. So let it fall away. Let what's meant to fall away fall away. And then what's left is the essence of who you really are. And, you know, who is that? Who are you? spend this time in isolation meditating and just sit there I know a lot of people say I can't meditate I can't just sit there but just force yourself to sit on the couch or in your room or somewhere quiet and just be with yourself like witness all those fears coming up don't brush them away see them witness your anger witness how scared you are witness how much love you have all of those things, when all of these things fall away, you realize we're just the space. All we have is this moment right now, the present moment, and nothing else actually matters. And then you let all of that fall away, and what's left is the space. And from there, your intuition kicks in, and it's like, hey, what about this idea? Hey, what about this idea? Maybe we could try this. Maybe we could do that. And most of us disregard it completely. We get those little hits of inspiration and we just immediately, the fear goes, oh, we can't do that. You don't know enough. You're not smart enough. You're not this enough. You're not that enough. You can't do that. You can't do this. What if we all, just while we're in isolation, actually just take one moment to listen and then actually do one thing that your inspiration says maybe your inspiration says pick up the paintbrush again maybe it says sing a song maybe it says play the piano record yourself playing the piano and singing a beautiful song and posting it online to inspire people there's a lot of fear and anxiety going around and what we need is creative people just showing up and and producing their work in this time in isolation when you are quiet and you're still and you're processing and you are doing all these things this is the time that you'll be inspired to create something and I just think there's seven billion people in the world what if everyone even for one day just did what they wanted to do for a day paint something draw in your sketchbook pick up the guitar bake something what if your kids could see that and did something what 
talents would emerge from them? What passions would emerge? Well, maybe you could start a side hustle, doing something that you love, supporting people. Maybe you're supporting your neighbours who are freaking out right now and you are the sense of calm. Maybe you're writing poetry. Maybe you're just connecting with yourself. That's the most important thing, connecting with yourself. And what if we all just followed our heart for a day or a week or however long Instead of worrying, what are the neighbours thinking? What does this person think? What do my mum and dad think? What do my parents think? What do my brothers think? What are my sisters thinking of me? Worrying about money. Worrying about your job. Worrying if you've still got a job. What if you don't still have a job? I'm devastated and gutted and sad for the people who have lost their jobs. I know a lot of, in New Zealand, a lot of airport staff and a lot of airline staff are all losing their jobs by the thousands if not tens of thousands what if they took that energy and put it into something amazing something the world has never seen before that only you are meant to create that piece of art that piece of music that piece of you know a book how many people are going to write books oh my god I'm so excited <laughs> for me because I always like to lead by example I'm also slowing down I'm writing again I don't know if I'll write a book who knows what will come up just writing I'm doing the artist way so I'm excited to just write my morning pages and meditate and connect with myself and find out what my next step is going to be. But letting it come through me instead of forcing it. Oh my God, I've got to do this and I've got to do that and I've got to do this. Just letting it come out. Let it, you let all the old stories bubble to the surface and then you let them go. Cry it out. If you're crying a lot at the moment, just let it out. It's a release. Don't try and suppress that. Let it out. Just cry it out. Cry it out. Release it. Release that old story. Release that trauma. Just cry. Don't be ashamed in crying. I know a lot of people will be trying to be strong and they're trying to hold on and they're trying to keep it all together. That's a good one. Let it fall apart. Let yourself fall apart. Cry it out. And then once you've cried it all out, it might take crying it out again the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. And eventually you'll be exhausted and there'll be nothing left to cry out. You've cried it all out. All those old stories, all that trauma, all that worry, all that fear. And then what's left is the space. You are the space. And then your next step will start to come through you. What are you supposed to create next? What are you supposed to do next? And let it come through you rather than forcing it. Like let it come from your heart rather than trying to think it. Because if you are worried about what your next step is, thinking it, <laughs> thinking is not going to help you. You've got to feel it with your heart. And the way to do that is to sit on your couch with your eyes closed for an hour or two or three. And just let it be. And let it be. So 
that's all I have for you today. I'm going to get back into recording this podcast more often. And I got an email recently to say it's available on iTunes. I know it's on Spotify or the normal podcast platforms. Hit subscribe if you want to hear more about how to let go of your old story and to be the space and to let it all come through you. That's what I'm doing. I don't want any plan for this podcast. It's just whatever's on my heart will just come out and that's what's happening. And that's what's going to happen for a lot of people. You've got to see yourself, witness yourself, see yourself. Even the bad stuff, the good stuff and the bad stuff. Too often we suppress the bad stuff. So hit subscribe and I will keep these podcasts coming. Thank you. Bye for now.